Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to New High Show on Education, and this is your host, Sadia Ijaz. And today is just to emphasize more on um, the love that you have for them. But anyways, today I will be talking about if music helps us improve one's learning or athletic performance. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. To get back to the topic, so does um, listening to music actually help us improve learning or athletic? Like when we are working out and we like to listen to music, does that help us in any way? And many people like to listen to music, and there are different types of songs. And music is nice. It can be understood by anyone in any way. And uh, now often, very a lot, actually, we see people... Uh, people's ears plugged up with earbuds while studying, walking, working out, um, at home, or jamming, <laughs> anywhere, and all day on a normal basis. Uh, at school, like, students are, uh, const- uh, while they're passing in the halls, they're always ha- listening to music, or if it's, like, study time, they're also listening to music. So... Some scientists at Stanford University in California have recently revealed a molecular basis for the Mozart effect, but not other music. Dr. Rocher and her colleague, H. Lee, a geneticist, have discovered uh, that rats, like humans, perform better on learning and memory tests after listening to a Pacific Mozart sonata. A book called The Mozart Effect by Don Campbell has condensed the world's research on all the beneficial effects of certain types of music. So I guess that it also depends on the type of music. And um, 
And I guess based on the different types, it also depends on your mood, and you would probably put the music on according to what you are doing. If you are working out, you might put on a song that is more hyped up and motivated and something that will keep you going. And if you're just kind of relaxed, you might put a laid-back, soft, chill music. And so... It is also proven that listening to music while working out measurably improves physical performance. We generally assume that learning a musical instrument can be beneficial for kids, but it's actually useful in more ways than we might expect. One study showed that children who had three years or more musical instrument training performed better than those who didn't learn an instrument in auditory discrimination abilities and fine motor skills. Research on the effects of music during exercise has been done for years, and in 1911, an American researcher, Leonard Aries, found the cyclists pedaled faster while listening to music than they did in silence. Maybe, I don't know, this is something that I've noticed, but when you're listening to music or your mind is kind of somewhere else while doing another job, like working out, you don't really uh, notice what you kind of do. I mean, like, if you're working out, then you somehow, according to music, you want to go faster. I think if the song is faster, I don't know, you just can't tell when time passes by while doing something and while also listening to music. Music kind of helps pass time while doing something. I, I that's what I think. That's what I feel in uh, my theory, <laughs> but it might be something related to that. And the psychology behind why music helps you while exercising is that we know that music helps us a lot through a workout, but the psychology behind it when music works is when it doesn't and it is still being in, um it is still being investigated. I'm sorry. Uh, why it it is still being investigated? Why it helps us through a workout? But however, the BBC Future has a few ideas about what's going on in your brain. In general, music has greatest effect on self-paced exercise. The benefits of music are largest for self-paced exercises. In other words, those sports where some of the work involved is in deciding when to act as well as how to act. This means all paced exercises like rowing or running rather than an unpaced exercise like judo or football. Uh, My speculation is that music helps us perform by taking over a vital piece of the task of moving. The rhythm travels through your ears and down our auditory pathways to the supplementary motor area. There it joins forces with brain activity that is signaling when to move, helping us to keep pace by providing an external timing signal. Or to use a sporting metaphor, it not only helps us out of the starting blocks, but it also helps us to keep us going while we reach until we reach the line. And this was an article by um, a website called www.lifehacker.com. And um, it explains further on on why this happens. And it happens because listening to music can drown out our brain's cries of fatigue. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each, 
or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Maybe this is what I was trying to say, that our brain doesn't notice the fatigue and um, we uh, pay attention more to the music. And as our body realizes we're tired and wants to stop exercising, it sends signals to the brain to stop for a break. Listening to music competes for our brain's attention and and can help us to override those signals of fatigue. Though this is mostly beneficial for low and moderate intensity exercise. During high intensity exercise, music isn't as powerful as pulling at pulling our brain's attention away from the pain of the workout. And um, yes, as I said before, this information it was an article from the website lifehacker.com. And um, how to create the ultimate exercise playlist. Study shows that the rhythmic speed of your music influences your athletic performance. Here's how to use that information to create the ultimate playlist for your workout. The science. While it's no surprise that fast-paced music is a good and popular exercise companion, a study published last year discovered a direct correlation between fast-paced music and athletic performance. Volunteers in the study were given popular music to listen to while riding a stationary bike. For the first ride, the music was played was played as is. In subsequent rides, some volunteers received music um, that got slowed down by 10%, and others received music that was sped up by 10%. The riders were not informed of the change, yet their performance changed nonetheless. So when the tempo slowed, so did their pedaling and their entire effect. Their heart rate fell. Their, my, their mileage dropped. They reported that they didn't like the mu- music much. And on the other hand, when the tempo of the song was up to 10%, the men covered more miles in the same period of time, produced more more power with each pedal stroke, and increased their pedal, pedal ten- cadences. Their heart rates rose, and they reported that they enjoyed the music. And it was the same music, about 36% more than when it was slowed. But paradoxically, they did not find the workout easier. Their sense of how hard they were working rose 2.4%. And the up-tempo music didn't mask the discomfort of the exercise, but it seemed to motivate them to push themselves. As the researchers wrote, when the music was played faster, the participants chose to accept and even prefer a greater degree of effort. So how do we choose the music? You want a fast-paced music on your playlist, but some songs might be deceptive. As we've probably, um, as we have discovered, the best music exercise or the best exercise music should be between 120 to 140 beats per minute. But I don't think we have enough time to um, consider how many beats per minute a song has. But um, it's just the question is how do you calculate the BPM of a song? Well, there's always the old-fashioned way, counting. Uh, Alternatively, there is software to help you out, and there are both BPM calculator on Windows and BPM Assistant on Mac, and it let you ta- it lets you tap along the song with- to calculate its BPM. And once you've calculated it, uh, you can generally store it into a IT3 tag of the music file. And um, I guess it just depends on the the activity that you are about to do and how you feel at the moment and um, kind of a mixture of all these uh, parts that 
help us choose the song that we want, and it also uh, helps us uh, as well when we don't even know it sometimes. So um, that was it for today, and I hope everyone has an awesome weekend and a happy uh, President's Day as well on Monday. And uh, today was a very nice day. It was pretty chilly, but as uh, sunny as well. And I know some states are also having um, very bad snow snowstorms. So uh, I hope everyone is safe and warm in those areas. And do tune in next Friday for uh, this ep- another episode of my show. And join in Caden tomorrow at 2 p.m. as well, uh, Saturday. Uh, Thank you for listening, and have an awesome day. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.